Hey mama, and welcome to the Lovely Life Podcast. I'm Amy, a wife, mother, and registered nurse turned spiritual entrepreneur who learned the hard way the detrimental effects of living out of alignment with who you truly are. It is now my deepest passion to build awareness for women everywhere that anxiety and overwhelm does not have to be the driver of your motherhood journey. It is my mission to empower you that you can do it all by letting go of the shoulds, letting go of the control, and becoming a master of trust and of your own energy. It is my sincerest belief that every woman was put on this earth to do incredible things, no matter what that looks or feels like for her. Join me as I share more about my personal experience with all things motherhood, spiritual growth, and human design, and how I am using it all to help not only myself, but women just like me take back their peace and power in their life, career, and relationships. Let's do this, Mama. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode on the Lovely Life Podcast. Oh, this week's episode is so good. It is a incredibly honest conversation with my dear friend Cassie Builds, who is not only a business mystic, but she is one of my like one of the most influential women that has been a part of my journey over the last five years of entrepreneurship. Uh, in this episode, we talk about the story of how we met and what it really looks like to trust yourself, to trust your intuition, to trust your energy, to really grow and allow yourself to be where you're at and what it means to truly build self-trust and self-love. And I just cannot wait for you to hear not only her perspective, but just all the goodness that comes up when you get two mothers who are passionate about empowering women together. So before we dive in to this week's episode, I really want to talk to you about some really exciting things that are happening in my world right now. First and foremost, at the time of this recording, at the time that this podcast is coming out, I am running a 24-hour flash sale. I am offering 30% off my one of my favorite programs I have ever created, Self-Worth Paradigm. This is my four-week self-paced program designed for the woman that is tired, sick and tired of people-pleasing, of sick and tired of playing small, of being stuck, feeling how she doesn't want to feel. And she's ready to unleash her inner power and feel confident. She's ready to own who she truly is and actually start to see that and feel that from the inside out. She's ready to stop giving her power away. She's ready to take back responsibility for her own life and really feel worthy of attracting and creating the life that she desires. So if you have had a tendency of holding yourself back, if you have found yourself, you know, getting stuck in cycles that just keep repeating, whether it's with your weight, your relationships, your career, 
then there is a subconscious block that is keeping you from achieving the outcome that you truly desire. You are standing in your own way and there is a wound that needs healing. There is a wound that needs unleashing. Okay, so in this four-week program, I'm going to walk you through my four modules. Module one is releasing your old trauma and forgiving yourself. So much of what we don't understand and realize is that it's not about, you know, just telling ourselves to love ourselves. It's really about shedding light on the areas of ourselves that we don't love and accepting those parts of ourselves really releasing shame around parts of ourselves that maybe we have buried and maybe we have forgotten or we have been ignoring. So that's module one. It's really about unleashing, uh, getting, rediscovering the parts of ourselves that have been dormant or have been lost. Module two is about unleashing your worthiness where I'm going to teach you what it means to truly step into your power. In module three, we're going to start, I'm going to teach you how to own your power, own your magnetism, own yourself, setting boundaries, what this looks like. And then module four, creating a flow that works for you. Following your flow, trusting your intuition, as well as you, in that all within those four master classes, those four modules, you will have lifetime access to hypnosis I created for this program, journal prompts, and so much more. And you will have this forever. As well as not like not as well as, but in addition to all of that, when you ever you join a program with me or work with me, you automatically unlock my client discount, which means from here, you will always be able to get 30% off any one of my programs. So it's not just an investment in right now, but it's an investment in future you. And say I you know, release a program in six months and you want to join. It's like really setting yourself up. So if that sounds like something that is a yes for you, it sounds like your next step and you are ready you're ready for 2023 to be different. You're ready to start the process, to make the change. You're drawing your line in the sand. Then message me on IG or Instagram at Amy Ray Arner, and I will send you the link. Like I said, if I didn't mention already, this deal is only good until Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. So Monday, January 23rd at 4 p.m. Eastern. And that is it. We are closing this 24-hour sale and we are moving on because I have so many things I am so excited to bring you this year but this is an incredible foundation setter if you are someone that is ready to take back your power in 2023 so that's the first thing second thing is I want to tell you my human design readings have been off the charts lately I have been getting such incredible feedback if you don't follow me on Instagram um, I share, I've been sharing all my feedback in my stories. It is insane. It is insane how much clarity, how much transformation is coming from these readings. Women really, truly feeling empowered and 
paths that they've maybe already embarked on, discovering gifts about themselves that they didn't know were there, feeling deeply grounded and rooted in gifts that they've maybe like been playing small or ignoring and really illuminating to what people are here to do, really gaining so much clarity as to how they show up, how they best show up in their marriages, how they can show up in their careers, and giving them the courage to go after it. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, then I would love for you to take a screenshot of this episode, tag me, or leave me a review, take a screenshot, Again, send it to me on my IG at Amy Ray Arner, and I will send you a 30% off coupon code for a human design reading because I, I mean it, guys. Like, this has been one of the most influential tools, a part of my journey of being able to not, you know, because it's, 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 everything is a journey. You're never going to get there. But so much of what was clouding me when I did doing all the work of rediscovering who I'm not was really getting in tuned with who I really was that I am. And human design is such a beautiful tool that can allow you to do that when you've been spent majority of your life being that people pleaser, being who you feel like you need to be or should be to belong. This is a way for you to reconnect with that. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. Cannot wait for you to hear from Cassie and I. Hi, Cassie. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to finally be flipping this around and getting to talk to you and interview you today. So, yay. Yeah, yay. so glad to be here. <laughs> All right. So, for everyone that's listening, I wanted to give a little bit of background. So, Cassie actually is one of my mentors and um but the funny story and the thing i really want to talk about today is the fact that i when we met so we met back in 2019 at an event called pace to be brave um in san diego of all places so i'm from new york you're from ohio right mm -hmm. yeah and we met at Pace to be Brave, which I know why I was there. I remember just, you know, we both were uh, come from the health coaching background. We both worked for the same network marketing company. I knew of you, but I never knew you. And here I, we were at Pace to be Brave. And I just knew, like, the reason I went there was because I already had this, like, feeling in my gut that, like, there was something more. I just couldn't put my finger on what that was for me. And I know that I was battling so much fear at the time because I had built this business, you know, as a network marketer. Um, and I feel like I was really struggling. I, I was not yet a mom. I think I was a new wife. And it was actually you. I remember one of my best memories ever. And I think the reason why you stuck with me for so long is because you were the one that like, you called me out on, I didn't know it yet, but you called me out on being pregnant that weekend. <laughs> and, and you, I just remember that weekend just being so monumental for me and to look at you, you know, in the years that passed that you did made this huge pivot and you started this new business. And, uh, it was so inspirational to me and just to see you shift your identity. And I, that's really what I want to talk about is 
you know, you know, touch a, share your story basically, but like, where were you at when we met back, you know, a few years back, where were you in your entrepreneurial journey? Where were you in your life? You know, what was kind of, what drew you to that event? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that I'm trying to even remember. So I was seven months postpartum. I know that because it was the first time leaving Jackson and trying to pump instead of breastfeed. But anyway, um, I, so what led me to praise, praise to be brave, pays to be brave. What led me to that event we went to was literally my intuition. There was no other reason. I just felt this intuitive pull. I heard the person who put it together, talk about it. And I was like, I'm supposed to be there. I just know I'm supposed to be there. I didn't know anybody going. I ended up staying in a house with who somebody actually, now that I think about it, I stayed in a house with Marley. Marley is now one of my coaches. I'm in her mastermind. I didn't know her up until then, except for online from a friend of a friend. Right. But she happened to be like having this house with a bunch of women staying there. And I was like, can I, can I hitch, you know, can I join in and stay with you guys? So I did. And that was the beginning of when I really started to open up to this business. I didn't know what this would be. I just knew that I was supposed to be doing something more, something more, something. I don't, I, I couldn't even explain it because I didn't know what it was. I never expected to be in the coaching industry. I never expected to be doing what I'm doing, yeah. but I just kept following those little nudges. Mm -hmm. And I think it's also important to know that I think sometimes we look at people who have made a big pivot in their business and it's like, wow, how did they do that so quick? But it, it felt like it happened over a very long period of time. Yes. You know, it really was by the time I decided to actually pivot and create a new business, I had been feeling into that for like a year, mm -hmm. you know, and I just did like little millimeter shifts here and there till it adds up to big change. And, and now you know, here I am. And I've been, I went, I went all in on this business in January of last year. So it's been a whole year, just yeah. crazy flies by. Absolutely. Well, that's exactly why I wanted you to share that because I feel like it's that people don't know that people, I don't think that's talked about very often. I know it wasn't, I, I, I can remember like how isolated when you're in it, you feel so isolated. Like you're the only one kind of going through it. But I, I feel like it's so important because that's exactly how I feel and how it, in the moment those those intuitive nudges and following those intuitive nudges is so it's scary. I mean, it's unknown. It's not it doesn't necessarily make sense. And mm. I think it's just so important because I think so many people just wonder, well, how did she get there? And there's really no secret. It's those it's those moments that when you said yes you said yes anyway you said yes even though you know your bank account whatever your your spouse whatever was against you whatever was playing in your mind you chose a different story you chose a different outcome you chose to believe in yourself you chose to trust it yeah and it's well i forget what i was going to say actually <laughs> mom brain. I had this really good remark and I totally lost it. But one thing I want to say about that. Oh, I remember what I was gonna say now. Action or clarity comes through action. So I was like, I don't really know what I'm supposed to be doing. I just know that this isn't fully it. I never planned to completely stop my network marketing business, although I have at the time I was like, I'll keep doing this 
but there, there's something else I'm supposed to do. And I didn't know what it was. And so I just started doing little things. And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck is they, they wait to feel clarity or feel like they know what they're doing before they take action. And I just realized all that does is completely activate my freeze response and my nervous system. And I'll do nothing for weeks. So I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to, I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know the answer and I don't know the direction. I'm just going to take one little step. So I signed up for that conference. The next step I took after that was I, I actually hired or no, I launched my first course, which my first course was like $115 for like eight weeks. It was so cheap, which now I'm like, I would never charge that, but I was like, okay, let's launch this course. Let's try that out. And I just started experimenting and failing a lot, like failing, failing, failing. And I don't think failure is a bad thing. I have no fear of failure anymore. I'm way past that, but I used to. Um, and I just practice getting comfortable being uncomfortable. And that's nervous system work. Yeah. And the way that you increase your capacity in your nervous system is to just start doing it. And then realizing, okay, I survived. I didn't die. I did that thing. And I didn't know what the outcome was going to be. And I didn't know how it was going to work. And I'm okay. And then it gets yeah. easier and easier and easier. Yeah. That's definitely, that's something that you taught me was that dissociation anxiety of like that when you're, when you're facing the fears, when you're, you're doing, your ego goes crazy. Your ego is going to try and convince you that, you know, everything, all your worst fears are, are going to come to fruition. But it's like, if you can just push past that and you can just hold on and you can flip the script and it, it's like, that's when you break through those glass ceilings. I, I feel like for those people don't necessarily listening to this, know what it is that you do now, but can you talk about what it was that you were drawn to um, that kind of was pulling you to knowing that you wanted to do something more? Like, what is it that you do now with your business? Oh gosh. That's a really big question. I feel like I do everything. I, I literally do. I, I guess technically my title would be a business coach. Mm -hmm. But I would say 90% of the time what I'm actually working on in my containers is the energetics, the nervous system work, the mindset work. Um, and I am a spiritual person. So I bring a lot of spirituality, intuition into my business, energy healings, things like that. So I'm a business. I call myself a business mystic, which I just decided I made up and I decided it wasn't the title because I was like, I'm not just a business coach. I love strategy, but I think more than anything, I'm all about creating your business from the inside out so that you have a business you love holistically. Like I want to be a wife that's happy. I want to be a mom that's happy. I want to take care of my body. I, I also want to have the business and make money, but I don't want to lose all those other things just because I'm so focused on my business. So I'm also super holistic. I guess I could call myself like a holistic business coach if I had go with the title. Um, because I do a little bit of everything and I'm big on intuition for sure. I have like a paragraph long title. That's what I struggle yeah. with like all the time. I think this is why, you know, I connect with you so deeply. And I think this is why we get along so well, because I completely, absolutely agree. I, so in the, in the opposite sense, I feel like that's exactly what I do with women of understand and mothers is understanding that if you can take back, like, Okay. You, every area of your life impacts another and that if the way that you show up in your business or the way you feel in your in your career your business is 
it is how you are able to feel. If you can feel it there, you can feel it everywhere. You know, it's like understanding that, you know, you should like I. So one of the things I struggle with and I know was something I worked with with you is like I was I gained confidence in as an entrepreneur, but I still lacked confidence as a mother and I lacked confidence as a wife. And I didn't realize that those same tools that I did to gain that confidence and shift my identity as a business owner mm -hmm. is exactly what I needed to do when it came to other areas of your life. And it's just taking it one bit at a time, you know, recognizing the areas where you're struggling and seeing that as a sign as like, okay, this is the next right. This is where we focus now. This is where we have to, you know, this is where we're being called to dive into and just and then it's like it just it just changes everything from making you feel like life is happening to you and and starting to feel like it's happening for you. Yeah. One of my mottos that I often say to myself is I am worthy of everything, but I am owed nothing. And the reason I say that is because this takes work and I don't mean work like go grind and, you know, hustle your ass off and burn yourself out. It's not like that. It's more like it takes a dedication to yourself and to the journey, a commitment, a devotion, you know, it takes that. And I, I have that, you have that most of the women, I'm sure everybody listening has that. Otherwise you probably wouldn't be listening. You know, it just takes that dedication to your journey because it's not, it's never going to end and you're never going to get it done. And the moment you do, you're going to be on to something else that's exciting. You know what I mean? And that's another thing that I have learned in my, I don't know, seven years of entrepreneurship is we always think it's like the next thing. Once I have that thing, then I'll finally be happy and I'll feel good and I'll be excited and it will be, but there's going to be a thing after that. There's going to be another launch, another offer you're selling. So have freaking fun. So yes, it's work, but also hold the dichotomy of the fact that it's super fun and it gets to be as fun as you let it be. And it gets to be as easy as you let it be, you know? Yeah. Like one of my biggest things is like, I truly do believe that we can have it all. Like you can be a mom, you can be a wife, you can be a business or you can be wherever the freak you want. But one of the things that I realize is it's the patience to allow it to unfold for you, to not to release that control of when and how it all has to happen. That's where we steal our own joy. That's where we steal our peace mm -hmm. is because we try to make it happen instead of like you said, working from the inside out, like you can have fun and you can like, like that's been the biggest shift for me this past year is like just understanding that I'm my own worst enemy, that the more, like the more, when I catch myself getting into future thinking or like, it's the control, it's, it's allowing, it's that, like you said, the balance of that masculine, but that feminine, the feminine is all about letting, like where we can receive. And I think as women, we've, grown up in a masculine society of go out and make it happen go out and do the things and i think that's been where a lot of my own deconditioning has come in is just like i don't need i like i literally can't i can only do um like you said the consistency and the just the trust and the certainty that like like it is done. I, I declared it. This is what I want. I'm going to show be, show up until it happens. I'm going to show up. But in the meantime, I'm going to enjoy my life. I'm going to enjoy the right now. And I'm going to, you know, treat myself with love. And I'm not going to shit on myself for it not happening tomorrow. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Something that I 
whenever I get in that space where I'm like, I need it to happen now. I want it to happen now. I just ask myself, what feeling am I after? Because everything we want is because we think we're going to feel something when we get it. And that helps me shortcut the whole fucking thing. So if I'm like, oh, the reason I want this next launch to sell out is because I want to feel successful. Well, then I'll just go feel that right now. And we all have that ability. And if you think you don't, then you're basically living circumstantially. You're saying, I need something outside of me to feel how I want to feel. And the more you can practice saying, no, I'm going to feel that way right now because I choose to. And because I can do something today to feel that way, or I can just choose to feel that way. Then that's per that is personal power is that ability to do that. So if you find yourself chasing things outside of you, I would ask, what am I trying to feel? And how can I choose to feel that right now? And ironically, that will also be the very thing that manifests <laughs> the outcome you were after in the first place. Totally. What do you, would you say, like, because I know we've talked a lot about this one-to-one -one and personally, but like, what would you say is the biggest shift um, in how you work your business now versus how you worked your business as a health and, you know, with your first business? Like, what is your... <laughs> Oh my God. You're going to say everything, aren't you? Yeah. Where do I even start? <laughs> uh, I think honestly, one of the, oh my God, there's so many, but I think that honestly, the one that's probably made the biggest difference is I built my entire first business by, how do I want to say this? By listening to what everybody else said worked and never, ever actually trusting myself enough to just do what I felt good about. You know what I mean? And I, I followed all the rules. We're taught so many fucking rules. This is how you launch. This is how you sell. This is how you sell in stories. This is how you write an email sequence. If you want to make your reels go viral, you got to make sure you're using these hashtags. And if you want to go viral on TikTok, you got to make sure you have this kind of video. And it's like the rules on the rules on the rules on the rules. And it's stifling and it disconnects you from source. It disconnects you from intuition. It disconnects you from quantum. It's just it's all an illusion. And when I realized this is all made up, this is all made up. I was like, I'm going to burn all of it. I'm not going to do any of it. So I don't follow a single rule in my, I can't think of a single rule I follow in my business. There are no rules. I do what feels good. I trust myself. I trust my intuition and that's it. That's the biggest shift. Every single thing I don't want to do because it sounded like a terrible rule somebody made up. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> and I don't. Mic drop. Boom. <laughs> But for seriously, literally everything you said, like all like what, like, it's so annoying. But that's the truth is that there's so many rules. And it's not just business. It's life. It's motherhood. It's like how it's social media. But like, mm, don't, don't even get me started on motherhood. I got a whole thing about motherhood lately. Well, dude, like, that's why, <laughs> like, that's what has like, why I feel like that's, that's my passion is like, Again, it was like my business was my therapy. I don't even know how I'm just going to say this, but like it was through my business that I feel like I really like, I think entrepreneurship has taught me the most about myself because For sure. it's all you, it's all you and it's all inner work. That's the thing. That's what people don't understand is like what you said is like your intuition is the best strategy out there because the way you like what feels good to you is going to work for you. But if it doesn't, it's never going to work for you. And it's the same thing when it comes to our life. It comes this, the same thing when it comes to how we work our business, how we, if we want to work out of the home, in the home, 
if you know whatever it's like how we parent it's it all comes down to our intuition and we know best and like we give our power away and we create so much suffering by giving everyone else a say in what we what how what how we do things you know um so it's really been like I said, I feel like that's one of the greatest gifts of this work, you know, is that it's going to, when you can realize that it all applies, like it applies everywhere, it's going to yeah. be an effect in, in, um, improve your life on all levels, because you're going to realize that you were always the one in control. Like no one else has the power over you. Yeah. So what do you, I feel like we got so deep there. But I, you are a mom, like you are a mom, you built both your businesses. I mean, how you're, you've been an entrepreneur, the major, like your whole motherhood journey. So yeah. what would you say is like, for the person listening to this, that maybe is a working mom, maybe they're starting a, a side hustle or they're working a side business. What like advice would you give them um, as far as like, you know, yeah, just like, what would you say to them? What would, what advice would you give them? Yeah. I, different phases of the business. I would give different answers, but the one I would give no matter what is we take care of what we love. So mm -hmm. you have to come first, your vitality, you thriving and feeling good in your skin and in your body is the most important thing. And if you're not doing good, your business isn't going to do good. And mm -hmm. I've too many people are self-sacrificing or just hustling and creating burnout and frying their nervous system. And it's just, it's not sustainable. And it's also not loving. We don't do that to things that we love. And that was my journey. You know, my first, I don't know, four years of business, I just really burnt myself out until I was really not in a good space because I had such severe anxiety and burnout because I didn't myself enough to really... <laughs> Um, at the time I didn't love myself enough to really take care of myself, you know, and even now, now I have a great relationship with me and I really do love myself and I take care of myself and I still struggle sometimes. So I can't even imagine how I would feel if I never took care of myself. I wouldn't have made it as an entrepreneur as long as I have. That's for damn sure. I would have been like, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's, 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 it's. Um, the effect is going to come somewhere. Like, I don't know. That's like, um, for me, I, I feel like I experienced the same thing and like what it affected, like I took it out on was my marriage. I feel mm -hmm. like what it, I took it out on myself, but then where I just, you know, projected it, just, you know, took it out on was my marriage and, and, I feel like that's something that maybe not everyone understands is that you not loving yourself, giving yourself what you need might seem selfless. It might seem like the best idea in the time, in the moment. And especially, and this is like where, what we were talking about before comes up, you know, it's like what we're taught, you know, what we see. Um, and we think that that's what a good mom does, but it comes at a cost and that's what people don't understand is it's it's gonna come out you you know with your mental health or it's gonna come out with your physical health or it's gonna come out on your children when you lose your shit and you're just gonna feel guilty all the time and it's just like 
it's going to come out when you snap at your spouse or like, you know, literally like, or just get so damn unhappy that, you know, something worse happens. It's just like people don't understand that it really is so much more important than we give it credit. I think sometimes is like, it's the opposite of selfish, you know, one of, one of the things I've started to realize, I need to make a post about this. Mm -hmm. you, you can't have an unhappy journey on the way to a happy ending. And I have noticed the parallels between business and health and fitness for a while now. And I was a health coach and you were too. So mm -hmm. I think about it a lot. And I'm like the way people diet and struggle to lose weight and restrict and punish themselves. People do that in business too. It's the same fucking thing. It's the quick fixes. It's the, Hey, if you just follow this method, you'll get what you want. It's the, how fast can I make it happen? It's the, I'm going to suffer and abuse myself and struggle. And I don't care what I have to do to get there. I'm just going to do it. They do that with diets and people do it with business. So now that I've seen that pattern, it's so obvious when it comes up in myself and I'm really quick to choose out of it. But I think that if more people had had that awareness that it's just not required because I, I, you know, to take the fitness example, I'm 10 months postpartum. I've lost 35 pounds and I've never dieted once. I've never struggled. I've never punished myself. And that's not because I'm special. And because I was born with this amazing metabolism, it's because I literally asked myself every day, what would be the funnest way to lose weight? What would be the funnest way to release this? And then I just do that. Sometimes it's nothing. Sometimes it's eating. I literally have ice cream like every night because there are no rules. I just tune into my body yeah. and I ask myself what would feel good. And I trust myself mm -hmm. to do that, you know? So, so I was kind of a rant. <laughs> no, Cassie, I'm so glad you brought it up because it's actually been something I've been thinking about a lot. I feel like Again, I, I don't know. It's like literally, I think the more in tune we can get with our bodies and give ourselves literally what we need, like you said, like the more we can live in alignment with who we truly are, again, ditch the freaking rules, ditch the, I even hate my, I like don't hate myself, but it's, it's so ironic that I was a health and fitness coach because like, I'm telling you literally fuck the workout plan, like do mm -hmm. what feels good to you. I literally, as you're saying this, I've been thinking about this. Like I, I've never worked out. Like I, I do like 20 minute bar workouts and I do them so imperfectly. And I, sometimes I lift weights some, like, I'm just so my, my exercise has just been so flowy for mm -hmm. ever since I had Heath and even beyond before that. And I feel like it's never once I've never once felt like I'm struggling to yeah. feel good to lose weight, or I just feel like my, my payoff is that I just feel good. And I feel like that's where the ease comes in is like, I think we just literally are overcomplicating it so hard. We but yeah, I don't yeah. think it. I would have had that realization if I hadn't been doing the inner work like all this time to get to that point of healing myself. Because so mm -hmm. much of why I overexercised or did what I did is because I hated my body. I hated, you know, I had so much of my worth tied up in the size I was. Like, it's like we, again, yeah, I completely agree. I feel like it's so, it, it is, it's all 
the power of the, your your mind. It's it connected to everything. Yeah, and that's be careful what you tie your worth to because we do that in business too. We tie our worth to money. We tie our worth to mm -hmm. accolades, and then when it's good, you feel good, you feel worthy, mm -hmm. and when it's not, you feel like shit. That's how you know you're tying your worth to something outside of you. Mm -hmm. Your your worth is inherent. It's something within you. It's something that you can reprogram. And that's a lot of work that I had to do. And I know you did too, was just creating a feeling of self-worth from within was something I worked on for like a year. You mm -hmm. know, I just constantly kept coming back to it because it wasn't something I had naturally. I didn't have self-worth, you know, when I started this journey. So it is something you can gain when you go within and, and heal that within yourself. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, I, it's, yeah, you actually helped or one of the ones that helped me realize that. And then like, that was like, gosh, I, that was like, yeah, like a year and a half into, <laughs> into me intentionally focusing on um, my inner work. And I still, it was so shocking to me to see the ways that my worth was still so outside of me, like social media mm -hmm. being a big one. So I know you are like huge on this and I love this. And again, you were a mirror for me because you show up to social media with so much freedom and you, you've really eliminated a lot of the pressure off of yourself. I know that that was one of the big ones for me as not just uh, in my old business, but even as this new business was like releasing the, like the pressure, the rules, all of that off of myself and leaning more into my intuition to make this business like, because like you say, if it, there's an energy suck, that's what's stopping your flow. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, um, so I know that you, you're huge on this. Like one of, what is, would you, um, how is that, that you kind of built that freedom around your social media? You know, it's been a practice as has everything. But one thing I'll say is that all the rules that exist for social media, especially which were very suffocating to me of like post at this time and make sure that you have this kind of post and these hashtags, all of the rules, there's so many fucking rules we've been inundated with. And one expert will tell you one. And then the next expert tells you another, all of them were created to create a false sense of control that we do not have. And when I realized it was an illusion and a false sense of control, I was like, oh, well, I'll just let it go because it's it's all an illusion. All mm -hmm. of the hashtags they're using are a false sense of control. So you can feel like you can somehow make something happen that you can't. You can't make people buy your shit. You can't yeah. make your Instagram go viral. But we try. We will try, try, try. And it just is exhausting. And I realized it is not my job. It is not my job to do this. My job is to show up and share my truth. And that is it. And that is all I do. Um, and then I created boundaries around social media that are really helpful around just, I don't check my social media unless I'm posting content. And, and that's been a game changer that has really helped recently because I noticed I was starting to go unconscious again and I was starting to check for likes and engagement. And then when I wouldn't get them, I would have this deflation in my body. And I started to realize I'm starting to get caught up in it again. We can all get caught up. So yeah. I create boundaries for sure around just, I don't check it. And if I do, here's a tip for anybody listening before you check your social media, decide how you want to feel. So I will literally tell myself, okay, I want to feel empowered. I want to feel like my words matter. I want to feel like I'm helping people. 
okay, I'm going to feel that way. I'm just going to cultivate that feeling. Now I'm going to embody that. Now I'm going to be in that energy. Now I'll check my social media, but I, it, I don't allow it to shift how I feel anymore because I'm not going to be a victim in that way anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I, um, sorry, Amazon was calling me. <laughs> if I had a dollar, they always call me because my dog's always barking. Oh my God. They're always like, I can't find your driveway. I'm like, I literally have specific instructions. At We've got our number everywhere out there. Like, oh my God. Okay. But anyway, um, side tangent. I, <laughs> yeah, I really feel like that has definitely, I've seen so many people take social media breaks and, um, that talk about, that, no, no, I don't take breaks. Right. The negative, like, talk about the weight of, um, how am I, I'm losing my words, but they've blamed social media being the problem. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But again, I feel like every time that they, I see that, I always ask myself, like, have they taken back, like, is their worth tied to social media? And like, because I know that's that like whenever I would see that it triggered me because it made me it brought up my own attachment to it and made me question myself. And I, I didn't have that trigger. I don't think I would have been able to realize how deeply intricate my worth was in it and mm -hmm. been able to bring awareness to it, bring intention to be like, all right, I'm done with this. Like. Who wants to have anxiety every time they open up their freaking phone or Instagram or whatever? Like, talk about nervous system going AWOL. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, and again, how can you ever have longevity in something when you have so much stress around it that's so pointless? And so, yeah, I definitely attribute, like, that was one of the things that you definitely um, taught me and helped me with because... Yeah, I don't feel, I think the worth, worthiness work is so, so, so powerful. Mm, yep. It's tied yeah, up it, in everything. What was that? I, it's just tied up in everything. It's just, yeah, I have so much. Yeah. With social media, it's especially helpful to, I, we just seek these feelings in social media because we're not giving them to ourselves. So again, it just goes back. I know I just said this, but it, it is the kind of the same thing of like, one of the feelings I noticed I was seeking was to feel like my words mattered, but it, the ego will play an interesting trick where no matter how many people like or comment or engage on your stuff, it's never enough. And I know this because I've had a very big Instagram account and I used to have hundreds and hundreds of likes and comments and I don't anymore. I created a new account. It's much smaller. And I know for a fact that even when I had all the comments and all the likes, it never felt like enough. It's an ego trick. So I realized mm -hmm. if I want to feel like my words matter and I'm making a difference and I'm helping people, then I got to just decide my words matter. I make a difference and I help people. And even if one person likes it, I have mm -hmm. to stop saying, because our ego does that. Oh, it's just one person. Oh, it's just two people. Oh, it's just 15 people, especially as your business grows and you start helping more people. And so we have to put the humanity back in it and be like, that's a fucking human being with a heart. Yeah. And you helped them. You made, you, you did something to shift their day, even if it was a micro, 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 micro shift. Yeah. So it helps to bring it back to that level. And I'm constantly reminding myself of that because the ego wants to tell you it's just never enough. It's never enough. <laughs> And I'm glad you brought that up because it is, it's, it's 
that's where the consistency comes in. If there's anything I can say, it's like, yeah, it's just understanding that it never is going to stop, but you are going to get stronger and you are going to get faster. Like you said, faster and faster at catching yourself Mm -hmm. and you're going to know and get so much more, um, you're going to get proof. You're going to feel the proof of, oh, how good you can feel and how good it gets to feel when you choose yourself and when you take back your own power. Whenever you catch it slipping away or whenever you feel yourself being triggered, whatever, and catching yourself falling into a, an old story, it's become so much easier to choose yourself. And it becomes so much, yeah, like you said, but that's the work because it is it's it's like building muscle it's like you know anything you have to work at it or else it's going to go back to the old programming you know because it doesn't have that consistent energy coming in of like nope this is where we're headed this is where we're headed yeah it's just like any relationship it's it's like a relationship with your spouse or the relationship with your money that's a relationship. Like you have to keep nurturing it. Whatever you just ignore kind of hope works out is probably not. That's how I view social media is it's very much a relationship between me, myself and I, and my, me and my community, but mostly me and I honestly, and then just sharing out to people and trusting that it's not my job to, to make anything happen. It's just my job to say, this is a resource and whoever mm-hmm. lands on this resource, it'll either hit for you or it won't. It's my intention. It hits for the people who need it. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I just surrender the rest. It's not my job to do anything else. Mm-hmm. I know that we talked about this on your human design reading, but like, like that's one of the reasons why I love human design is I feel like it's just also a fir- like deep into that sense of like, I'm not for everyone that mm-hmm. my, my magnetism, who's going to be attracted to me, my purpose, my mission, my words are, are going to connect with the right people again. My control has nothing to do with it. I don't have control over that. But the more in tune I can get with myself, the the more like the faster those people are going to be able to find you, the more the right people are going to come to you. And you just kind of just get to, again, appreciate others so much more because we all have our own like you and I, we're both projectors. We're both moms. We both are boy moms. Like we both came from, we have different gifts. Like here you are like talking about like, you know, your passions and with business and everything. And it's like, you know, like it, the, it could be so easy to fall into a comparison trap, but I don't mm-hmm. view like that at all because I see your essence and I see like, how beautiful and magnetic you are and how powerful and um, intelligent, but it doesn't take away from the yeah. And I think that is like everything about what it is that we need as women is just to start to recognize that about ourselves and take back our own, like, it sounds so cheesy, but yeah, to just love ourselves more and stop giving all of that away yeah oh by the way i just love that you're just breastfeeding casually during this like you're such a you're such a champ you're just like <laughs> this is literally how i get so much done if i can just get him on the boob i know right i don't know how we're gonna stop breastfeeding Corey's always like when are you gonna stop breastfeeding i don't know 
everybody listening. Yeah. <laughs> You're hearing our breastfeeding well, journey. How old is he? He's 10 months, right? Yeah. Oh, God. You know, I heard someone said the other day, and they said to me, you know, if it's going good for you and you feel good and whatever, it's going good for them. It's all, all, hey, exactly. all up to you. It's all up to you. <laughs> I, I breastfed for, what, 14 months with Rhett, and then I was just, all I can say, this is so off topic, but I feel like we probably need to go anyway. <laughs> but anyway, you, um, I was just, I was mentally, emotionally, physically ready to just be back to myself and just have my space again. And I think you just know, I think as a mom, you just will get to yeah. your place of just, yep. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> I'm ready. But Cassie, I love you. I feel like we could chat all about all the things and chat for so long. But yeah, we we, we could, but the kids would lose their minds. Mine's been knocking on the door. Hopefully you have really? Wow. Yeah. Well, you know what? Cheers to you. Cheers to me. <laughs> cheers to all the moms, you know, making it work. And, you know, again, let it be our part of our power. Let's not let it be a negative because it's, it's so much. So I thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. So, oh, before we go, let's tell everyone how can they find you, um, look you up, all the things. What do you got going on? Yeah, so the easiest way to find me would be probably my Instagram. It's at Cassie Belts, just my name, or my podcast, The Magic in Your Business Podcast. Um, I just recently got on TikTok, but I can't remember my handle. So we'll go with those two. <laughs> Oh my God. I have no idea what I'm doing over there. If you ever want to watch a hot mess, come check out my TikTok because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but I have a lot of fun. <laughs> and you also have a uh, Facebook group, right? Yes. I love, I love okay. my Facebook group. Um, energetic scaling sales and marketing. Yeah. I'll have all, I'll put those links in the show notes for all of you that are listening. So you can easily find Cassie, but like I said, I love you, Cassie. You're the best. And yeah, thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening into today's episode. If you loved today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you could take a screenshot and tag me at Amy Ray Arner. Let me know what you loved. Let me know what you vibed with. And as a special thank you, I would love to send you a coupon code for one of my HD readings. And don't forget, before you leave, hit that subscribe button and download my free Empowered Mama meditation bundle and my HD Mama blueprint so you can get one step closer to becoming your most aligned, magnetic, and amazing self. Until next time, Mama, keep growing, keep shining, and keep building the life you love.